0: Continue. Good.
1: Yeah. Hi Daniel. Hi my, Marcus. My old friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, we are like brothers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like brothers. It's almost where is it? almost thirty years.
2: Oh, it's thirty years. Yeah. I I I'm very bad in years.
1: I I know. I know that you
2: are. yeah I'm very bad in years i have 77 years now <clears throat> so i can't remember everything <laughs> and i'm still a young man as you can see
1: i know you are <laughs> <laughs> hey um so um, i you know i i would like to um hope that this opportunity to talk with you here uh, will also introduce you to some other people that uh, that know me because you've been so important for me in my life. Um, at like the at the exact right moment, <laughs> I met you at the exact right moment, and uh, and you have been like a major influence on me as a, a musician and composer. And so it's uh, it's great. I get to talk. Yeah, <laughs> and and you did. You know, you have like these really uh, amazing. Uh, for me uh, it was like a really revolutionary idea of uh, the caro about about music and you know the the way that you were kind of like trying to mathematically solve the problem of voice leading um which is which is something that we should go into in this conversation but really uh, daniel um i would like to really um, in in this conversation learn more about about you like even even um because I don't know much how you got into music. Um you know and how 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 was your how was your family family life when you were a kid and which which musical instruments did you first play?
2: Guess what I started to play when I was 14. Guitar <laughs> Guitar, yes so uh, I my mom brought me a recording guitar from Milan. Uh, cool. Acoustic, a classical guitar, mm-hmm. and then I, I started to class, learning classical guitar, but immediately I bought a Framus, you know, Framus, mm-hmm. these famous sure. uh, German guitars, and I started to play a, a shadow cover. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was immediately in very high, I put the, the, the level very high playing the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> And then I had, uh, at this time, we had always, I remember that it, what was nice at this time, we always had uh, suits with neckties. We were all playing with suits with neckties, can you believe that? When I see Charlie Parker, everybody had a suit and necktie. Now,
0: mm-hmm.
2: now <clears throat> and then, uh, then I immediately start to, to be interested in uh, contemporary jazz, of course, Charlie Parker. And then even uh, New York jazz. So I immediately left classical rock to go into contem- contemporary jazz.
1: <clears throat> so was was your family musical? Like did they? Uh...
2: No, not really. Not really. My my mom was playing piano, so so I was brought to yeah learning classical music <laughs> more and more. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: And when did you start uh, learning uh, reading reading music? Was that as a child already before you had the guitar?
2: No, um, really. Uh, I I started like musical studies uh, at the academy. We call that the academy. Mm-hmm. But then uh, my dad was against. Uh, my dad was a very great guy, as you know, avant-garde in painting and everything. But he he, he hardly wanted me to be a musician. <laughs> Because he said, you will never earn uh, uh, one penny, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I made uh, civil engineering. And then I said, no worry, I'm going to do civil engineering. I did the, the the basic music school. Then I, I said, I'm going to do civil engineering and polytechnic, you know, and uh, the, the conservatoire. <laughs> okay. And so uh, and so it was impossible, of course, because at uh, Polytechnique they, they, they check you your eight hours, you know, you have to do laboratoire in the afternoon, so it was impossible. And then every time I was coming to the conservatoire, uh, well it was also very difficult, you know, because they were already, already they were already reading very hard stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. so at the end I took private lessons uh <clears throat> in uh with some some shift orchestra and composers mm-hmm. and I, then I started to to say okay now I want to study something very hard and then I started to study harmony very hard mm-hmm. but I did it <clears throat> uh besides the concert the polytechnique so I was studying polytechnique and then I was studying also harmony and harmony I really studied hard you know like I was doing Hindemith, all the exercises um, in every tonality, also in C sharp. And I am I'm glad, I'm glad I did that because I think uh, I'm not sure that you have to study composition. I'm not sure you have to study uh, counterpoint and etc. If you like, do it. But harmony, that's very important. I mean mm-hmm. that for me, that is the basic science of the composer because harmony. Is studying uh, vertical arrangements, <clears throat> yeah. and if you if you study, then you you already know something.
1: Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And yeah. did you did you have a so you said you had the Hindemith uh, books? Uh, did you have a good teacher who gave you those books, or or?
2: Yeah, I had great teachers. I had a great Kapellmeister, very well known in the time. He mm-hmm. actually he was the first guy who played Vodzek in really? Brussels,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> and I, he was very funny also, <clears throat> his name was André van der Noot, and when I heard Wozzeck at the first time, I, it was like, you know, one of those influences, you don't know that it's going to change your life, you know. Mm-hmm. You say, what was that? <laughs> uh,
1: and you know, it was Wozzeck for me as well. Um, I,
2: I we, Armeloid and Herr Hauptmann, I re- always remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and now Tuesday, I'm going to see Lulu again. Again, nice.
0: Brussels,
2: yeah. yeah, it was a. I couldn't understand, but it was a really an influence. Yeah, somehow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: And so your your um, studies of harmony. Um, did, did, I'm sure you already had some sort of like um taste musical taste so did you discover kind of like what you wanted to do then already or how did that develop yeah
2: yeah, because because uh when i entered the university i had this group called classroom which was before COS. yeah and uh and with classroom we and i was playing guitar in the jazz big band of the university and that allowed me to meet some guys, and then we made the class, the classroom quartet, classroom quartet. With a, it it was really as um, really the shadow of Gary Burton, Larry Coriel, <laughs> because it was vi- viraphone, mm-hmm. guitar, uh, bass, and drums.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we were very much impressed by. Uh, we were not not the only one. We were very much impressed by, of course, Gary yeah. Burton, Larry Coryell. And then, um, but we were also doing uh, a lot of Paul Bley. Paul Bley was always a, an enormous influence on me. I, I, I still don't understand how he was doing. Okay. Of course, he was an extraordinary piano player, but this instant composing is such an enormous thing that we will never really understand how, how, when, how far Paul Bley went in, into improvisation you know. Mm -hmm. First of all, he had an extraordinary piano technique, (laughs) and then he's able to play standards, but he, because he was playing standards, you know, he was accompanying everybody, but he also, uh, uh, his Footloose, his first album, Footloose, um, is incredible. It's just incredible music of that time, just incredible improvisation what he did after that. So it was a big influence on me and, of course, Ornette Coleman at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. like,
1: you know, like, in the case of, uh, you know, me meeting you, I was sort of like, uh, you know, like, when I heard your, like, I, I know those those albums, like, uh, If Windows They Have, or, you know, like, like those already Kind of like even though I didn't know any other stuff you had done, but there was some sort of like something special about them, especially about the harmony that I liked so much mm-hmm. and then I was very lucky to uh, meet you and to also get to study with you and you know, spend time at your house. um so did you in your in your earlier uh, or in your younger years um, did you ever spend time with another composer or master let's say who kind of like um did, were you uh,
2: like not, not really no not really uh, i studied with a very advanced uh composer uh, Ronald man who was a, a chef and he was like conducting stravinsky and contemporary music and i learned harmony within
0: mm-hmm.
2: and he was a kind of very tough guy you know he didn't let me uh so I was working really hard, 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 into this and into new music. And so that was the only. <clears throat> otherwise, no, not really in 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 contact with. Uh, although as a kid I met uh, you know like uh, like those composers, but on social things like you know. But uh, no, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget that. Uh, concerning the, I did, uh, I did, cos, uh, cos was uh, pro rock like King Grimson. We were not so lucky as King Grimson, but we could have been serious concurrents with King Grimson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially if we, we would have been British. Yes. Uh, but we were in the German secret, and in the German secret we were quite successful with cos. And Cos is still successful. Just now, you know, Chanel, the famous Chanel from Coco Chanel, they are taking a piece of Cos tam tam 3D tam tam GD, for their, their book for the advertisement. Okay. So uh, Cos is still always there. At the end, Cos it was more like operas because if you remember, Swiss Chalet is an opera. And Pasiones, especially Pasiones is very much advanced music, especially on the guitar, because we have Van Dormaal and Nicola Fisman, two extraordinary musicians.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It was very, but it was the concept of opera. After that, I did many operas. Mm-hmm. But then as I was a polytechnician, uh, I was very much, of course, uh, in, in math did play a role in the conduct of harmony. And then, at, at a certain moment, I was interested in voice leading and in this partitioning of uh, Z, you know, partitioning of Z, Z and then uh, making chords that partition, and, uh, and, and in that, putting some modality. Don't forget that I, at that time, I also started the School of Indian Music. Yeah. So it was, it was a combining of uh, those mathematical concepts of voice leading and of modality. And, uh, that, in which,
1: that, which, which year did you start the uh, School of Indian Music?
2: You know, I, I, I saw Ravi Shankar in my first year in 68. Uh, in uh-huh. Ah. Then after that I said, what's that? <laughs> what's that? And then I started and there was nobody who was teaching Indian music. So uh, at the end I went to Amsterdam mm-hmm. And at that time, I was doing film music, a lot of film music, especially Verbung for all big agencies. And then, uh, when I was in Amsterdam, I, there was the, actually the Indian musicians in Amsterdam. They were coming from Suriname because Holland had said we are going to accept musicians from Suriname, and so we had the first Indian musicians were there. And then. I was always going there to study, but at the moment I say why don't we start the school in Brussels and then we had those Indian musicians from Holland coming and from there we started the school
0: yeah
1: because i I remember when I um spent time with you and Ashok Patak was there um yes. I, I to me it always felt like it was like the early days of the school but maybe it had already existed so I don't I don't really know I don't remember that was- but in <laughs> early nineties right.
2: You played with uh, Bert Cornelis, yes. desa We're yes. playing a uh, Sivanjani in Rupaktal. Remember?
1: I do remember. Yeah. Right. I, have, I have recordings
2: of it. Actually. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very nice raga, and uh, because it has a uh, Nisaga with it's a Dor, Dorian, Dorian story. it's, Dorian. it's yeah, yeah. very nice. And also, Rupaktal is very sort of very nice because it's in seven. Yeah. And I know you like uneven uh, meters, so you mm. were very happy to start with the <laughs> with the with the with a seven beats Rupaktal. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's a wonderful melody. So.
2: wonderful melody. Uh, This raga is very curious uh, in the fact that, in fact, um, there is only, very often, there is only a raga comes from a melody. So there is a guy playing something and then everybody says, wow, and then let's make a raga from it. Mm -hmm. So always, Mm -hmm. like Sivranjani, you say to people, do you know Sivranjani? Oh, yeah. What can you play? I can play Nisaga. (laughs) So it's like, this melody is uh, is the the, the basic um, seed of uh, Sivanjani. You have other compositions, but they basically all come back to that. That's a peculiarity of uh, Indian music. You have to all, also to know that in uh, Indian music the the difficulty of the meter is proportional to the length, and so in fact playing in seven is rather easy because it's always one two three and two two. One, two, three, one, two, one, two. So it's, it, in fact, it's easy. But it's like the meter as an influence on the music, which you can say, okay, that's not for me. Well, if you're playing 16, like four, 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 people will say it's four, but it's, it's, it's more difficult, in fact. So, it's longer.
1: Uh, it's a longer cycle
2: it's longer and in, in the, the longer the cycle the more difficult and and, yeah. and 16 like playing in four you say why do we play in four but we play in four because it's transparent in mm-hmm. four you can make everything and the, you don't really feel the meter so mm-hmm. that's something i learned from
0: from indian music mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah so that, that as you said it was something that uh, was happening in in parallel with your uh with your work in uh, contemporary classical
0: music.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, just a minute, I'm going to close the door.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, if you want to know about moda- what is modality,
0: mm-hmm.
2: modality is very a very difficult concept to, to learn, unless you learn uh, Indian music, because mm-hmm. they have only modality. And when you go and study through the raga and and uh, it's like recites, you know how do we make the the chocolate the mousse au chocolat the chocolate mousse you ask your grandmother and she says oh, f- don't <laughs> never put the eggs first <laughs> you know so you learn it's like a mode and in mm-hmm. mode uh, you study yaman never please ah, hey, you know it's like it's it's it's, it's, it's like a recipe and more it's more it's mode. that is mode mode is how to and yeah. uh, in uh, in 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 our music, we don't even know dif- uh, basically the difference between mode and scale. Sometimes we we don't know what mode is, mm-hmm. and because we say the Dorian mode, but Dorian mode is not a mode. It's a it's a rotation of the major scale, you yeah. know. And yeah. So uh, it's it's good to go through Indian music.
1: <clears throat> no, I agree. Plus
2: plus 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 plus, plus, plus you know.
1: <laughs> no, I, I totally agree I I must say I've I learned so much um because at the, at that point I really uh, as you were saying I had no grasp of the concept of modality but then you know studying the Indian classical music with you um yeah. it suddenly starts making sense you know and just the fact that you do have the constant drone all the time means that yeah, you I'll really pa- you're really paying attention to the relationships of uh, and and to the mood generated right by the, by just no, by is, just this, you know.
2: That is another very important thing. Is this raza? Um, you play, but if you play and you don't think about the 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 thing you bring to people, the raza, then why, why? Mm-hmm so mm-hmm. so it's like it what that was the big 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 bad thing about dodecaphonism is that they didn't care about the effect of their music they just cared how the music is done and that that you <laughs> that you play the fourth uh way you should so it was totally that that was a very bad thing you know that happened to music at that time but in indian music three things the rhythm the, the mode and then the raza. It's like making a flower, it's like making a dessert. You have to please people. And I think that's very important, yeah, as you're saying.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, I agree. And it's it's fascinating, like even these, these uh, you know, I just put out an album with improvisations that I did in the studio earlier this year. And I mean, I can trace it back to... <laughs> To playing with Bert, you know, with Bert and you, you know, like you, I can yeah. completely trace it, all trace it back to that. And uh, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I teach it now, you know, I teach it in my very own way. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's very powerful, but let me, let me, let me jump around a little bit because like we don't have an agenda. So, um, so about the idea with harmony for you to like, to, optimize the voice leading or to kind of like distribute the 12 notes to make four chords or four triads, right? I mean, you can tell me what else there is, but I know that that's a, that is sort of like the foundation of, uh, of your ideas. How Do you remember when you kind of like first came across this idea to use all 12 notes, but in this, with this context of having a, a, yeah. a, a harmonic foundation?
2: So, uh, first of all, um, in Passiones, uh, dividing uh, twelve notes into four triads, four major and minor triads, it's in Slonimski. So it is in the thesaurus of major and minor. So, actually, uh, Wagner in Tristan was uh, trying to take uh, whatever, do, mi, sol, C, mi, sol, yes, I say, like, C okay. E G B E G sharp, and yeah. going from every note, half a tone up, half a tone down, and then from this, he was modulating in tonalities that were forbidden before, like Mozart yeah. could not do that, but mm-hmm. Wagner did it. And then people were sit- sitting and they said, oh, how beautiful it is. And so that meant that by, uh, by using uh, optimized voice leading, you create something that people receive.
0: Yes. You know?
2: Wagner, Wagner was a real Indian musician. Huh? He, he, every, everything in Wagner touch, touches people. Huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: There's nothing that doesn't touch people. So in the late 18th century music, you have a 19th century music. You have this idea of voice leading, okay, and and it leads to atonality. Yes. Uh, so for me, I was puzzled because also uh, jazz musicians use that when they do uh, when they do F G C, they also do a partition because they 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 take F. G and C, and with F, G, and C, you can, you can take all the seven notes of the, yeah. of the major scale, and, and then a little bit softer, you take D minor, G, C, okay? And then you, you have all the notes in. And so I was saying, what can I find else? Yeah, and, and again, if you do D minor, G, C, you end up with resolving the B of G to C. Yeah. And then and then you have a jump of fourth and, and like G to C. Okay. So a jump of four in the bass and a half tone in the melody. And I say, okay, let's generalize that and see if I can find something better. <laughs> and I was I was I tried that. And so I was, of course, I went to IRCAM and I asked at the time their computer. We, we didn't have a computer at that time. So I asked, I made a program in Fortran and I say, what are the other ones that do that? And so I generated 13,000 harmonies, <clears throat> which were partitioning Z12. And, uh, and I say, well, what are the ones who are, who are having the best voice leading? And then I came to some interesting uh, voice leading, which I use in all my compositions. And, um, and, 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 and after that, I say, okay, that is my, uh, that is how, that is the way I do compose. I, you can say to me, it's stupid. Uh, people did that. People did this. Why are you doing that? I just say, you have to use a system, you know, uh, and I uh, use this system. And the other thing is that uh, <clears throat> um, also the bass movements can be different because you have triads, but the bass movements are free, like in harmony. So I really, I really uh, pictured the rules of harmony are there, plus the carot, plus the idea of searching uh, minimal voice leading. I was not the first to use minimal voice leading, huh? because you had the, you had the, what was it? Riemann, Riemann, Riemann yeah. the famous uh, German musicologist, yeah. and then you had uh, Kohn, Richard Kohn, who wrote a seminal uh, paper on, on on voice leading. Mm-hmm. But maybe I was the maybe not the first, but. I also wanted to include um, the idea that jazz musicians also use it, and that a lot of people use it in improvisation. So that's it.
1: <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so you just mentioned, so you just used the word carreau. So um, can you explain what that is?
2: Yeah, because carreau means... Uh, uh, it's, uh, when you go in the, in the kitchen, uh, carreau in French means the tiles. Mm-hmm. Tiles, mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, so I was using the idea of caro de Delft, So uh, uh, tiles partition, like like if you partition Z twelve into three chords with different notes, it's it's called tiling. Tiling partitioning is called tiling, and from tiling caro. But caro means in Indian I do. Oh. So so it's like caro it, where I do music sangit carreau, sangit is music caro sang sangit and so I do and uh, and also a caro from the french caro en français le caro it's like a tile you know yeah yeah, yeah that was the idea
1: yeah i remember that you you had these uh, books or pages and pages of these caro that you were you were
2: yeah, making the circle. I started, yeah I start from those circles. It's also something known, but uh, I was uh, selecting the caro uh, with identical tiles, symmetric, like for instance in Rémi Do Ré Fa Ré Fa Ré Sol La sol, sol Sol Mi Fa Sol Si Sol Si Sol, sol. Ré Mi Ré mi, Ré Si. It was a uh, two three three two two three three two. And uh, uh, so, you, you know, the caho, uh, I mean, the half-first harmony, C, D, F, Do, Re, Fa, is two half-tones and three half-tones. Okay. And the other ones are three half-tones, two half-tones. So, the, the texture of the chord is two, three, three, two, two, three, three, two. And then the next big influence I had was this Hans Freudenthal book called uh, Kos, Linkos. Lincos. I'm going to ask that they do a little bit less noise. Yep. Hello, all. I'm giving a master class here, so can you please be quiet? Thank you. So, Lincos was a lingua cosmica? Mm -hmm. The whole family is coming. Maybe you will see Laura. (laughs) Lincos, because I'm a gr- four times grandfather and uh, fast, uh, soon five times. Uh, Linkos, lingua cosmica, is the idea that you send in the space, um, tit, 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 and then people say, oh, this is w-, the, some people receive it and they say, oh, this is maybe one, 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 mm-hmm. one. And after that, you send, did it, did it, did it. And then they say, oh, so one, and then he's sending two, and then uh, uh, this Hans von Dontal, he sent, he, he made a book that you don't—it's like in Tintin, you know, the unfindable un- book—and uh, and then he he, he made a, a lingua cosmica that that was auto auto descriptive, and this idea of auto generate auto descriptive a language that describes its own. Um, Content was very important for me. And so I decided if you if you take a structure of two three harmonically, you play two three in rhythm. So you say to the musician, let's do two, three, three, two, two, three, three, two. And then they do, do the do, re, re, do, far, and so yeah. I kept that idea because it, I yes. found it's, it's probably it's probably a, a, a fundamental idea that with a minimum of code, uh, of, uh, you generate a maximum of Raza. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that no, was the idea.
1: No. Yeah. You know, I, when I first uh, listened to your music and learn, even learn to play them, I didn't know this. But then, obviously, uh, then at some point it all started to make sense. And and I agree, like you call it rasa, right? You know, but there is like the musical power of it is kind of like because you're you're using this simple rule to generate both harmony and the rhythm from the same code. You know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. So so um, in later years, let's say, like you said, you've always always uh, applied these ideas in your compositions. Yes. Um, so, um, so what I'm interested in. Uh, so, for example, if you have sort of a longer, longer piece of music, how do you choose the covers? How do you choose the? Is there? Is the, do you have a? Do you have a, a strategy there as well? So, how you yeah, combine uh, them?
2: But more on the Raza point of view. Mm-hmm. Like now, I I worked so much with my it's good that you have a system because when you have a system then you know it and mm-hmm. then you know when to apply it yes so for instance in my operas the are long works uh like i'm writing now this quehoa opera and uh, when i have uh, uh when i have a very tragic moment <clears throat> so i am using carrohos that i know will will bring despair and disarray. Oh, Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when I am in a very sweet romantic mo- moment, I will use only thirds and seconds.
0: Uh-huh.
2: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like Lamonte Young, who, who, who discards, because Lamonte Young discards uh, the ratio of uh, which one he discarded, I think he discards five, he's only, only using three, seven, nine and over. <laughs> but. Uh, because he knows one, you have to know your system, <clears throat> and once you know your system, you can compose with it.
1: So basically, the your your system or the the um, m- let's just call them ideas or modules that you have found over the years. Now you can kind of like pick and choose because you already have some sort of idea yeah. what what kind of exp- um, uh, meaning or expression yeah. they carry, right?
2: I can give you a, like an example. I one uh, I wrote an opera on Christian Dostremont this poet. Okay, and but before I write a small piece on him, and there was a, the 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 poetry describes times that flows. Okay. And I don't remember if you know in the first caro there was a da 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 and then you have seconds. The seconds are you. You have four seconds that flows. Da, 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 all parallel seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, like do re si uh, do di yes, etc. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 then and then you make those those seconds. Da da da. And the, the the other note is making fifth, so it's it's ideal, and yeah. it's it's just. It it's just make time flow. <clears throat> <laughs> and, and and then on, on that but you know I don't do it systematically because if you do things systematically it's boring. So yep. it's yeah. there, it's there, but uh, but uh, it's there but uh, people I don't think people feel it. I, I don't think they 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 know that. You know, mm-hmm. like if you mm-hmm. listen to Hygiene de l'Assassin, it's full of carros and it's full of modal things from Indian music. But yeah. you, there is no orientalism and there is no maths. It's just... Uh... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, I like this, this, this thought that you're saying, like you you have a system and you apply it, but you also kind of like always know when to make an intuitive decision, let's say, right? Like where yes. you don't necessarily follow the rules and and that has that has become a big, very big thing for me as a composer uh, yeah. because because like for me the uh like to maybe add to your idea here, what I was doing is that I said okay like i'm as the composer, I can kind of like uh, accept the material which is generated, let's say you take a generated material and then I never want to change the material itself, but I want to change the way that I work with it. So it's become Mm -hmm. very much about not about questioning the harmonic or melodic material, but to find a better way uh, to compose with it. So which in sometimes uh, it's the arrangement, it's the orchestration, or it's even something like you were saying, like the bass note is free, right? So maybe something yeah. sounds really it doesn't really but you put the bass note which then makes it work
0: and
2: um yeah, yeah plus you use a fractal uh, yes to, in your melody so i didn't really use fractal but i sometimes sometimes i just use my melodies which go through carols yes or, or sometimes the carols are tied together the caros will generate a melody, because I calculate, you know, I, I have formulas from uh, Olarin-Takoski, mm-hmm. I have the caro program in Lisp, and I ask, can you generate this? Because I start with, it's like colors, it's like colors, I want to use this caro because I know it's nice. Then I go into Ola's program mm-hmm. and then I receive the answer of the voicing in between the harmonies. And so that will be the, the frame of right, the next 10 minutes. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah so sometimes I sometimes I stay on a garrot, uh, f sharp a, C, falado f sharp AC sharp which is three two which is and I just write um uh, three two of six but in mm-hmm. fact it's f sharp minor mm-hmm. but they are not obliged to do f sharp it's not ne- it's never written f sharp minor it's just three two of six they do what they want it's like a it's like a bit. It's not. It's not imposing a tonality. It's just imposing a frame.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: The, the result is the same. So in, yeah. you could see that uh, I, I have. I, I have a catalog of chords, and I choose in the catalog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: basically, it's it's like the catalog is well is basically unlimited. Uh, it's all the permutations. All the permutations exist in the catalog, right?
2: There are fifteen. Potentially, 000, there are fifteen thousand lines in the catalog. But don't, don't also don't forget that I use 4 scores. chords. Remember, yes. I did mm-hmm. on the, tap guitar, the tapping guitar with because on the tapping guitar it's nice when you can do 4 scores. chords. This is another topic. Yes. Um, because it's it's difficult to play four notes, you know that, huh? It's not not everything is possible because depending on the fingering. So yeah. it's an interesting math math music story. Mm-hmm. Uh, what yeah. are the chords you can play? Mm-hmm. And um, just with one hand, not with two hands, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't also depend on the tuning because on your tuning it will the fingering the fingers it's the fingers who dictate the low, huh? Like it's difficult because if you play more notes, you damp the notes and blah blah blah. Yeah. So I'd also do caro with uh, with four notes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three times four, or, or four times three. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: the The idea of partition is it, it's making f- some freshness. You go from one chord to another, and you have, you achieve a maximum of uh, of modulation
1: yeah exactly like you were saying like the like the c major and the d minor chords and, and yeah. you're only 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 missing the b right and that's why people take the five chord also you know mm-hmm. yeah obviously and but the idea to kind of i i like this because now i really now i really understand um also, why I composed the way that I composed. Um, so, my student, uh, my, my teacher, in uh, when I was in the high school, he was a, st- a student from uh, of Gensma, Harald Gensma, and Harald yes. Gensma was a student of Hindemith, right? So there's there's the direct lineage like from my teacher there, and I remember that uh, my teacher was very particular about like the use of the word atonal, because Hindemith says there is no such thing. You know, there you see no, I, you can, no, no there's only free free tonal you know like that's what that's the term that hender yeah, yeah. used and and um so now what what i wanted to say so like your idea to kind of like take take the idea uh, that is present in your example from from standard jazz let's say and yeah. to kind of let like, translate that idea into the space of all 12 notes i think that is that's uh, that's wonderful. I mean, it's such it's yeah. such a it's such a obvious in a way. It's such an obvious thing, but but to really put it into into practice like you did is uh, and it it kind of like generates these magical magical progressions of chords.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because in jazz, like you say, two minor uh, one two minor five six, for instance, mm-hmm. it's not partitioning, but the idea is there. Yes it's, it's and, and it's partitioning a uh, seven notes, but oh, but the, yes. the ID is there and they use it therefore and yes. of course uh, and of course herbie Hancock is not anymore playing uh, such <laughs> simple harmonies and probably he's also looking for that kind of concept yes yeah. but then I I say, I say to people, okay, you want all the all the all the uh, one two five, six they are there they are there. Please use
1: them. Yes, and it's it's fascinating that you brought up the uh, uh, Wagner, the Tristan overture, um, because because it really it really is the uh, sort of like the the prime example for using using the diminished chord to go anywhere, you know. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
2: And also, it's it's kind of analyzable. Mm-hmm. There have there has been like thousands different analyses of the ouverture of Tristan, mm. and uh, I I can do mine now if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: that's not necessary.
0: <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's very simple. It's very simple. He had his piano. He was not a great piano player. Uh, he wasn't playing uh, whatever C major, and then he was moving the fingers one by one, and then he was going from one to another. Yeah. You know. Uh, we, we cannot omit the, the one we all, the one who had the great system that we all are jealous about him. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's old Bach. Bach, of course, yeah. He, he found the system, and we say, oh boy, he this guy found the system. I, I, I wanted to find this system. And with this system, he composed thousands of different pieces, which all sound great. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and so yeah, so it's it's uh, we we are all very jealous of him.
1: How would you describe his system? Or
2: does he do it? He 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 he's doing the same thing as me, exactly the same thing as me, but he doesn't use so much, you know, like he's using sparingly diminished chords, like he's using uh um, b d f a without the root and uh, but he's using quite a lot but he he's a master in contra contract contrapunct. Huh? yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's having a thematic id yeah. but he's using all the you know march march two five, uh, two six one five one, uh he's using uh two two five one he's using very harmonic a reduced number of harmonic ideas but with such a uh, such a genius
0: you know
1: i've I've recently i've recently started studying Bach uh, again because i'm uh, teaching it to my students and Mm -hmm. we're analyzing pieces together and uh, there was like I, i think i pretty much understood everything even 30 years ago but now what i understand is that he was actually also doing the modal stuff that he was he was the one who was really doing the dorian and the aeolian and for him it was something something different you know it was very different from how other yeah. composers were were understanding drones in the music and also because like when you look at his pieces where he composes like just a monophonic voice where he finds a way to 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 so that each note in the monophonic voice is both melody and harmony. So it kind of like sets or kind of like sets the harmony in motion and primes the brain to hear the next note a certain way. And fascinating.
2: I think for him the the melody is very important. Like he's taking a theme, but then the theme is coming everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the other voices, mm-hmm. and and respecting a kind of harmony. It's quite puzzling, huh?
1: It's it's. Um, I think it's just so joyful for me. You know, I don't even yeah. need to hear the music. I just <laughs> analyze the score, and it's it's pure joy.
2: You, you know, know? The, the, the most crazy story is when the uh, Frederic Der Spider hears that Old Bach is in town. So he says, "Hey, to the guards, Old Bach is in town. Get him!" <laughs> <laughs> then they get him And Old Bach comes, and I don't know, Old Bach was uh, not singing very well, the poor guy, you know, mm-hmm. not singing very well anymore. And then Frederick says, Here is my theme. <laughs> Big chromatic. And then he says, Can you do something? And then Old Bach goes. <laughs> Two weeks later, he comes back <laughs> with. <laughs> With uh yeah. incredible uh, thing. The, the most incredible is the reverse thing.
0: Yes, just
2: yeah, two yeah. the, in,
1: the inversion backwards, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's it's just crazy. Yeah. And, and, he, and his, he had his son, his son was in the band.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: His son it was, was in the band?
2: The son of Bach was in the band, yeah.
0: yeah. Crazy yeah. story. He was mm-hmm. playing
2: flute. <laughs> but not the one who was drinking, who sold all the scores. The other one was uh, just a musician. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't forget, I forgot the names because it's too much complicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Hindemith is the next guy. I, I was really uh, interested in Hindemith because small talk, you know. He wrote the smallest treatise on harmony, just the volume one is and it's mm-hmm. very small talk, it's, it's just genius, this, this thing, and mm-hmm. the exercises are quite difficult mm-hmm. and uh, I always use that with my students because, it, you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing better than him, and mm-hmm. he's really small talk, no? mm-hmm. and he also wrote 24 uh, Preludes and Fugues.
1: Ludus Tonalis. Yeah, Ludus Tonalis,
2: he was very courageous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one of the tests in, in high school was a piece from Ludus Tonalis, where we had to recognize that in the middle it goes backwards.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was
1: one of these games, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, to, coming back to the tapping guitar, uh, mm-hmm. for me it was also the fact that tapping guitar is a Cartesian space. It's space Cartesian, you know, because with orthogonal Mm -hmm. and so that also played a role in the fact that the caro are very much seeable on the tapping guitar on the on the piano it's not so easy but just to make a two three and a five one on the tapping guitar is easy and you can actually play the and see the the movements you can even find geometric things
1: yeah 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 exactly Um, it's it's because you basically have your like each string is like a is like its own uh, line axis. its own voice
2: each also. string is a y axis and each fret is a x axis
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you you just place a a point in the space so that's that's very nice it, it, it there was a thank you emmet that mm-hmm. he 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 get rid of the third because yes. at last, at least, at last we had a purely Cartesian space, which was not which was not tonally influenced. Yes. It was a big thing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Brought it.
1: And in, in the beginning, when you started playing the stick, you were still using the the fifth in the bass, right? At the very yeah, beginning.
2: Fifth, fifth in the bass, crossed hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then uh, I have nothing against fifth, but for readers it's inconvenient if you mm-hmm. if yeah. you read music it's inconvenient like yes. all those like let's talk about wolfgang dies all mm-hmm. the readers kai korozawa fall forth, forth. <coughs> and then of course uncross because yeah. crossing uh, puts you on using the half of the although some people like jim Lampy uh, use it uh, anyway like that one yeah, they want.
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: but yeah. it's true that uncrossed it Mm-hmm. and then uh, and then that's it just that yeah but it's the same instrument basically
1: so what in on uh, uh, Passiones, you played the stick already right
2: i played the stick in fifth fourth yeah i i decided to quit the guitar over one year mm-hmm. so i was in swiss chalet i was playing uh the, the guitar and in passion only the stick yeah <laughs> so okay, every you... time we went on tour, I I was playing one piece more on the stick.
0: Mm-hmm. But you, then, had a be- yeah. you had a
1: beautiful Les Paul, right?
2: Yeah, but I still have it.
1: You still have it? I never, I've never seen it. You've never shown no. it to me. No.
2: I, I still have it. It was transformed, in fact. I did, I did, uh, uh, made the neck more. First of all, it fall, felt felt on the ground like.
0: You
2: know okay. when it was repaired the head was broken and when it was repaired I asked that they uh, reduce the because I found the neck too too large uh-huh. so they, they made a, a little uh, less high neck and they made the ebony touch and they took the dots away you know uh-huh. I hated uh, fixed dots on the because I have my system of c dots and uh, I didn't I didn't want so, so so let's see many times I was playing the actually the guitar in fourth <coughs> with C dots. Already at, at at the time, so
1: but but you still had the third, right? You you were still using the third.
2: Yeah, on the guitar? I when I was uh, like for instance playing jazz or playing avant-garde things, I was tuning in fourth. Millar et huh. Yeah, for the guitar, it's it makes sense because when you make barre and you play tonally, it's true that uh, it's it's nice to have this E minor tuning of Fernando Sor. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but if you play real jazz, you know there was this guy, and uh, I, I forget his name, who came in with the idea of playing only four note chords.
0: Mm-hmm
2: like we do a bit on the tapping guitar Darwin we play standards, just playing the 3rd, the 7th and not playing the 5th and yes. playing the bass. Yes. And, and there was a guy who wrote a method and it was kind of very nice mm-hmm. for the guitar. Yeah, playing only 4-note chords with just the root and uh, yeah.
0: No 5th. No
2: 5th. Uh, you play the fifth if you can in the melody somewhere, but you learn to play those little chords, uh, minor seven, like we do actually on the stick and on the tapping guitar. Yeah.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Because it's very, it's very handy. In fact, in fact, uh, like playing uh, my favorite things on the guitar, it's a six months work, but on the tapping guitar, it's just very easy because you play the chords with one hand and you play the. Melody with the other. Yes. So yeah. for playing in bars and 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 reading the real book, it's really a very much adva- a very great idea, extraordinary yes. idea. Yeah, I
0: agree.
1: I agree.
2: Now what what my research now is the like more new harmonies, like you can do extraordinary chords, you can do four note chords with the right hand, three notes with the left hand, rather easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And plus, it's a very modal instrument because you can have a fretless, fretless bass, and mm-hmm. then you can move the chords, push the chords. So it's it's not like the piano. It's really something more, and there is much yeah. to discover.
0: Yeah,
1: completely. I, I agree. Yeah. So you went to the fourth tuning and the on the bass side and the uncrossed, as you were saying, and yes. I i'm trying to remember like when i first met you you were still probably not a hundred percent on the uncrossed.
2: you know i was in yeah. fifth and then i met uh, jim lampy yeah jim lampy playing fourth the bass no problem so mm-hmm. i said okay i play in fourth but i had mm-hmm. a tenth string so mm-hmm. it was terrible because it was you know when you play the fifth you have a big ambitious but when you play the fourth it's depressing Oh, yeah. okay. So I wrote to Emmet, I say, what can you do? He said, oh, don't worry, I am building a grand stick. So oh, yeah. he sent me a grand stick, and then it was great, because I was playing in fourth. But I had the herbitus. I had the, yeah. And oh, then okay. I saw, I saw uh, Thierry Carpentier playing uncrossed in fifth. So that was, yeah. And then, uh, and then, I think, who was the first to play in fourth? I don't really remember. Neither. But because, because Kuno Wagner was also uncrossing fifth fourth. Mm-hmm. He was playing yeah. like Thierry Carpentier. They were the, fourth, the first guys to uncross Thierry Carpentier just because he's an accordionist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, 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 in fact, excuse me, but playing crossed is not a good idea. But mm-hmm. I don't want, I know. People like the thing, but it's not a good idea because it's reducing your yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And then fourth, fourth. Uh, I don't know. After that, I, I'm all the readers were playing fourth, fourth because it's it's very difficult to to play fifth. You have yeah. genius in fifth, fourth, like yeah, you have Randy Strom who is playing like a like a real master, you know, playing the four, the fifth like it was fourth. There's, yeah. Plus, plus the advantage of fifth, because you get some court position easily. Okay. But if you take, for me, the greatest master in reading we have, Wolfgang Daz, he's only doing that because it's in fourth 4 I think it would be very difficult to play in fifth. four.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. You know, for me, the um, greatest uh, influence uh, was Jim, obviously, Jim Lampy yeah yeah um so like on my first course i meet a uh, stick seminar with you in 90 it was in 93 i remember the dates the year uh, <laughs> i never
0: remember the date <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was uh it was wonderful because frank Joliffe was there and jim yes. Le- and jim mm-hmm. levy was there and <clears throat> it was just uh incredible and andre Pellard was there yes uh and, also
2: a, a magician Yeah, yeah yeah
1: and and it oh, was God. just 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 wonderful wonderful uh, wonderful introduction. Um, and back then, you know, like when you were still allowed to use it to to call it the stick seminar, um, yeah. Those were the days, you know.
2: <laughs> yes. No. Uh, uh, Frank Joli was also a big influence because, first of all, he was writing scores for this,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and uh, I mean real real writing, you know, not like uh, with. Uh, like those triangles and those circles and blah, blah, yeah. blah, trying to yeah. reinvent the, the, the music notation. He was really writing music for it. <clears throat> and he was swinging so much. Yes. It was, it was really an extraordinary player like, like Randy. So those guys were really jazz players with grooving rhythm and excellent rhythm. Jim Lampe. He's an innovator in the sense that his his hands are flying on the neck, and you never know what he's going to do. He has no rules, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's playing with the thumb like a cellist, and uh, he he has no rules. So, and he has always, he's very uh, cautious about his sound, very cautious yes. about it. He has an excellent rhythmicity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he's an example, definitely.
1: Yeah. Of of uh, like for me, uh, the greatest stick player, like back then and still, in 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 a you know in the way that the stick as a stick with the fifth yeah. and the fourth yes. and, and the way yeah. that he uses uses everything and with the great tone and and the the yeah. power and the, the you know the speed of the fingers and like these things that were really um, back then as a beginner they seemed like very far away to be capable mm. you know to do something like that and yes. I'm, I, I, you know, it's. I'm, I'm still very uh, grateful that I got to meet
0: him.
2: Yeah, still, be, he's very creative.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and then you, because he, I remember I was very much impressed by. Uh, uh, to be honest, I didn't understand why you, why you stay on one region. Uh, that was the mm-hmm. big difference between you and me. Yes. I say, oh, it's so nice to have two regions, because for the creativity and for the harmony first, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But okay, you, you 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 will tell me that I'm not playing one region, I am playing, in fact, two regions. <laughs> so <laughs> I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was very much impressed by your prelude, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a, quite a piece of music, and I tried to play it. It's just okay you need three, four months studying it, huh yes. so it's... Yeah. Uh, it's you know
1: you Daniel for, for me the the one region um, was more of a, a reaction, let's say, to the fact that um, that I wanted to kind of like bring the instrument forward somehow and to have a have a smaller space of possibilities in the end it turned out it's not so much smaller but at the beginning it was like okay i want to use this instrument more as an ensemble player you know with other people so it was not yes. so important it was not so important to play uh, you know uh, two parts Sol- at the center and solo or whatever right yes, yes. so so that was kind of like my thinking and in in a way kind of like also driven by the uh by the experience of studying Indian classical music with you somehow, where it was became more about sort of integrating the hands into one instrument. So to play the melodies between the hands and get this more holistic sense of my whole being kind of like pouring into the playing, you know? So it was more about that. So I I don't have a problem with with the two regions at all. It was just for me, for me, I just wanted to get it like more into depth of the, unifying aspect because the the whole idea of the of the uh, tap guitar is is amazing right like and uh,
2: yes of course it's amazing
1: and you know like yeah. i have you know with the fifth tuning like this is something that uh, I don't think we even have talked about i found I found the system took me a long time but I found a system where all the fingerings can be mirrored. So you can have like the exact same fingering starting like on the left hand or on the right hand. And, and it's, it's so wonderful because that kind of like means that you like everything kind of like comes together in such a beautiful way where mm-hmm. this, this uh, uh, or let's say, one of the original ideas to play two parts kind of becomes very attractive again when you have experience how the, you know, when they can really come together and go apart and you have like both available. And you can you can flip you can flip the the roles of the hands around and stuff like that. It's uh, it's it's wonderful. Uh,
2: you mean you mean like like when you play the, the Chapman tuning, you can think that it is fourth. Then you have doire mi fa la No, that's, what you no mean? that's
1: no, no, that's not what I mean. Yeah. So so for example, if you it's very simple. So if you take uh, F G five notes, yeah. right? And you, you play them in by covering eight frets on one string. So you then yeah. you play you know C D E F G. So one three yes. one two four very simple. So now oh. what you can do is you can put this hand on the C. So and then you could put this finger on the E, on yeah. two, adja- or two adjacent strings. So then you have yeah. C D E F G. So you have the same fingering. Right. you see, like the, it's the same finger, the same yeah. number, number of the fingers, but you simply flip the hands around, and and that was a major major discovery to kind of like learn everything in both ways. So yeah, and and um, it it then kind of like because you know I improvise a lot, you know I love improv and I love in- instant composition instant composition. And for me, it really brought everything together that that I didn't have to think of one hand as being sort of like more of a starting hand than the other, you know, so that's, that's really why um, it was such a revelation.
2: Yeah, uh, Joliffe called that leapfrog uh, play, remember? Frank Jones yeah, remember yes C, lead frog because you are playing C D E F G with the other hand so yes you, yes yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly look at <laughs> the
2: melody you, you cut the melody into in between the two hands yes mm-hmm. yeah so you are doing down do, 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 ah, like the Beatles
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: first, first achieving speed with kind of um, two hands things um, tapping. Yes. Not only that, yeah,
0: right.
2: but uh, yeah, no, no, I, 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 agree, I agree, yeah, it's, it's just a, a, choice.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
2: Also, what, what would me, uh, I, I think fifth is very interesting, very interesting. I, I still have uh, instruments t- tuned in fifth. Like when I teach stick, I, I, of course I, t- I play the fifth. It's very interesting. Uh-huh. It makes uh-huh. you very creative. But I play uncrossed, of course. I have an uncrossed stick fifth four, uh-huh.
0: uh,
2: because it was rare in the beginning. I think only a Red Mitchell was playing the bass in fifth. <clears throat> in the famous Jimmy Dufre, uh, uh, what was his name? Jim Hall, Red Mitchell. Very creative music. Incredibly creative music.
0: Yeah. Oh, you
1: know that some double double some double bass players they play in fifth. Right. Very rarely. It's very rarely, but
2: there are. Yeah, Yannick Top in Magma,
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, because he's a cellist,
0: mm-hmm.
2: very rarely. Mm-hmm. The thing is also with the two regions is that uh, our left hand, we are all bad piano players. Normally, we should be as good with the left hand and the right hand and this is very rarely, uh, I say rarely in quote, big, like the case. <laughs> <laughs> Usually the left hand is like uh, nothing uh, compared to the right hand. The right hand is very fluid, blah, 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 blah. but the, the left hand is doing like a drone or the cords Or it's, it's, ra- it's rare that you achieve, uh, that you, we, we're still waiting for the next Paul Blake. <laughs> On the tapping oh, it up we,
1: we are yes <laughs> yeah i'm I'm still hoping for like the you know s- young students that kind of like start with all the knowledge that we all have accumulated you know, and somebody yeah. to really to really start in the beginning like from a from a much higher level of knowledge you know, and I think yes. there's there's still so much so still so much possible there uh so yeah. You know, I was actually thinking to maybe next year to have some sort of uh, some sort of stipend for for students. You know, to offer some stipendium, uh, yeah. um, and just offer like a free instrument. You know, just to to borrow an instrument and then to uh, to give give free lessons for a year or something like that to a group of three young people or something. You know, I would. Uh, I feel like I want to do something like that
2: you've been in a music school
1: In a music school or just even like because you know it's it's difficult for people to kind of like uh even to find three people interested in the stick here in Berlin is difficult you know so oh, i yeah. think it I think nowadays it should it needs to be uh something that happens online you know really as yeah, yeah. you you know and it's not it's not a problem so but i think i I would like to um continue kind of like my you know my efforts in education for the uh, tap, tap guitar
0: you know
2: of course yeah yes yeah as you know i'm very much involved in that
0: i know, yeah of course
2: yeah i came i came with some concepts like the c dots and things which which not don't convince everybody but mm-hmm. um, for, for me as a mathematician, they are the nice thing is that they are reproduced it's science, you know <laughs> Like the concept on position. I just wanted to ask you to participate to a meeting on, on the on the conception of position. Yes So for, for me, they are like stones. <clears throat> if people learn this system, they have something consistent, you know? Yes. And I think it's very important. I see so many students who are coming from some teaching uh, and going in all direction, and and then it will be they, their progress will be slower than if they yes. if they come with a with strong concepts. Exactly. <clears throat> Especially if you want to sight read, because sight read you do you don't look at your you don't have time to look at your people think that they have made the C dots to look at them, but no, I. I make mean, the C dots to be in my space, so it's in your space, but you read the music and you look at the musicians, you certainly don't look
0: <laughs> it's well, very
2: important that you look at it. Yeah. You are the first one who, who never looks. I sometimes I, I, you are, I think you you maybe have a an operation <laughs> to keep the head up. <laughs> but, but it's you know, important.
1: You know that the, the C uh, the C dots, I, I completely agree with them. and the the way that I have kind of like uh, uh, incorporated the idea into my teaching yeah. is I teach people the C major scale in very deep way, so that it's almost as if you have the keyboard with the white keys and the black keys. Yes, so yes. so so that the C the, the natural notes become sort of like the default that you kind of like know the fretboard so well mm-hmm. that you know yes. what and and then from there to extrapolate other tonalities is very very easy
2: not but, easy but at least you can play c major
1: yeah but also yeah. if you if because like they you know the students also learn the concept of modality as we were you were saying before at the mm-hmm. same time so like you learn your c major but you also learn how to by changing one note at a time you kind of like yes. Change the modality, and op- changing modality is is kind of the same as changing keys. If you take into account the base drone, right? Change the base drone, and um, it's. I think like the C dot system is is great, mm-hmm. and like every every beginner on a on a stick like instrument, especially if you two if you have two regions, I think the the C dots are amazing.
2: Yeah, because first of all, they don't spend twenty minutes to find a C, searching. Mm. They have it there, and so they look less. In fact,
1: you know, it's it's sad sometimes. Like even like when, um, yeah, it's really kind of like the test, right? You know, to ask somebody to play an A on a on a stick, and if it it takes takes like thirty seconds to find the A.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and also and also some some of them say oh uh, there is a a because uh-huh. they know relatively to the markings of the stick yeah. but yeah. it's very bad because then when they will want to change their tuning they will mm-hmm. be dependent on that tuning so yeah, those guys will never change they will never experiment like <laughs> like for instance they say it's too low. I want to raise raise my strings, or I want to play in, in whatever. And then they are they are so the, the advantage of C dots is that they are you just take them away and put them as, uh, one fret up, one fret down. Yeah, and yeah. It, that's it. And and it, then of course, yeah. So raise. currently
1: on your on your instrument, uh, what is the lowest string? Like the do uh, you have a C on the it's second fret or? the so open c, like the open string would be c or c yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm.
2: the the same c as on the double bass
1: mm-hmm. yeah but uh, yeah and the and the uh, me- and the, re- the melody region is
2: i think i go to a d okay
0: mm-hmm.
2: but i play i play completely symmetric i play on the same frets octave apart and mirrored why I play mirrored is because I believe that the hands are mirrored. Yes. So for me, it's natural. I, I for me, it's not natural to do like this. Parallel force, because your one hand goes like this and the other one's pull. Mm-hmm. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is nice. This, it was also the idea of Emmet, but crossed. Cross, I don't yes. know why he made crossed. They say it's more comfortable, but they always uh, like doing like this.
1: Yeah, that's possibly also the technical reason of having the, the, the fat string in the middle, which, which gives yeah. it most, the best of more stability.
2: Yeah. It's true that me, I have the, fat, the big strings on the side,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and, uh, but it's okay. But you, yeah. you need to put some more space if the strings are really, if the neck is very narrow, then mm-hmm. the strings will jump. But if, if you have some space, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then you have uh, the idea of Wolfgang, he is also is symmetric, but going from the strings are in the middle. So yeah. that means his, his left hand is playing the guitar because he's a guitar player, but then the melody you, pay, you play like this. Yes. So that's yeah. kind of, but why not?
1: Yeah, why not? It's, it also makes sense.
2: Yeah. And and, and 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 me also something that retained me uh, from your instrument but when you are going to make a a two region one why not because i know they are very good your instruments i know yeah. that I yeah, know
1: two two region instruments exist 10 string instruments exist yeah but but uh, like so my well you know i i have sort of passed the uh the, the designs onto Stefan. Stefan Huth, yeah, he's, no, he's no, no, no. now running. So I'm, I'm not part of the company anymore, but you know my original idea is to make the instrument that uh, will be uh, not make it too hard for people. So for example, I remember when I started, I had a 10 string stick first and then the 12 string, but then I realized that if I had started with 12 strings, it would have been very, very difficult because of the width and kind of like, you know, for, for me, you obviously because it was crossed, right? So it was crossed. Yeah. So. Yeah. so, 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 so um, that's why I, you know, I was thinking, okay, let's do eight string because if people start with the eight string, they can always go to 10 or 12, but you start from a position of how oh, this works and you can kind of like make that work more easily because also like when, when I visited your seminars, uh, I was seeing a lot of people who were kind of like uh, almost in despair because they didn't. It was so difficult for them. Like the there was something about the concept was, which was difficult to grasp for them. So my motivation with my with the U8 was to to make something where people don't get um, frustrated you know, yeah. like that's that's the whole idea. And that's why uh, I for the time being, I don't don't really support the idea of 12 strings. Because I, I agree, if it's uncrossed, it, it, you know, problem solved somehow. But mm-hmm. with the original idea of crossed I don't I don't really want uh, 12 strings.
2: Yeah. Also something that was making me nervous is the, that you had the third and the second. And yeah. then, as you know, me, I, in, uh, this idea of Cartesian space was very important yes. for me. I was not going to go for a third and second again, because, it, again, yeah. it's a peculiarity it and is. you cannot translate the, 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 the voicings, yeah.
1: Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I know what you mean. So, because it is... And this, this was also something that I was very aware of, that it's more of a traditional guitar, in the sense, because... It's a gra- it does, crafty
0: thing, yes. Yeah.
1: It's not. It's not. Well, it's not the. It's it's sort of like as an open tuning. Right. That's sort of like the idea. So you use everything. You use fifth as far as possible. So you have six yes, strings yes, tuned in fifth, yes. and then basically you re- repeat two pitches that are already on the on the fretboard, okay. right. And that way, that way, uh, you get an open tuning, and also like with the with the u8 the. So the lowest note in the, like the lowest note you can comfortably play is the second fret of the low string and it's a do it's a c yeah yeah right? yeah so and so everything everything is kind of laid out on the instrument in in c major so the idea is like if you kind of start to learn the instrument it's sort of like as you say this idea of the c dot but without the dots so you learn where the c's are and yeah. then you go from there and yeah
2: if I, I played the U8, i immediately knew what i would do i would uh, lower the whole thing so that i don't have to have this third and this second
1: yeah but it doesn't doesn't work because the lower string would is already B flat yeah so that's that's why you know and yeah. and you i don't want to you know the instrument i don't want to make the instrument longer <laughs> to have no, have a lower no. string yeah it doesn't really make sense but you know um there would be a way to do a 6 string instrument in fifth, which would be cool.
2: Yeah uh, but you, you you consider yourself more as a melodist than, yes. uh, yeah, no, I would,
0: yeah
1: me my, yeah yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I understand yeah yeah yeah.
1: yeah. And you know, you know like like after after uh, 20 years of playing with a tuning like that and for me it's almost 30 years playing with a fifth tuning. Because before, as you say, I did the crafty tuning on the acoustic yeah, guitar. Yeah. And before that I was playing mandolin. So for me, the yes. fifth tuning is something like super natural, you know. Yes. And, but but the but the funny thing is, and here I'm totally with you also, like whenever I pick up an instrument in fourth, I can play it immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's easy, right? It's it's easy. Like you it's know, very or, easy. yeah. Like, and or therefore stand.
2: when you for well, sight reading, it's very important.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree.
2: Another thing you, you do is that you use a lot. Your music is uh, uses a lot of uh, a computer because you are very yeah. often playing with the, with your with your computer. Ge- I don't know how you generate chords. I think the work I made, Choral, influenced you a lot because I hear, I say, oh, I <laughs> know where from the, where this is coming, but uh, uh, it's uh, it, it's nice actually. It's nice. Yeah. You, you're Using much more than me, I'm using more musicians, and I I I, I you know I bought Ableton, but I don't use it. Yeah. So I should I should but. Uh, but, you know, like
1: we, we, we were talking about um, earcum and, you know, like your relationship with earcum also. And for me, using the laptop is, is, is like doing uh, contemporary composition with, with tools that yes. capture and, and rearrange uh, the things I play. And originally before before the laptop t- laptop times to do this low. So for me, it started in 2005 to have a laptop on stage. Um, so before that, I was yes, carrying uh, I was carrying around this big rack with <laughs> two loopers in them, and yeah, and yes, I yeah. I, re- I remember carrying them to Belgium a lot many times.
2: <laughs> yes, and also we play we made a concert together in Braunschweig.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: exactly. and you were playing this, so I was very much impressed. And Mia was playing with Sandeep and Garo and Fabrice de Graf. So it was totally different,
1: yeah.
2: Yes, yes, yeah. That was was the tapping guitar brought in Indian music, which is actually also a subject, because I play in India, and I played a lot in India, Mm -hmm. and Indian musicians didn't have any problem with that. And you know what? Indian singers, they prefer the tapping guitar than the harmonium, and it's not difficult, because harmonium is a terrible instrument. And uh, tapping guitar is very, they like, it's very sweet, mm-hmm. and uh, also you can do the srutis, like if she's doing a low E flat, you do the oh, the low E flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I even I even developed the, the Kurosawa technique, which is, uh, uh, you know, you bend the note and then you plug it with the finger, yes. you know. and then you it's let called, it go, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know how he calls it. Uh, Mm-hmm. He calls it bass, blah, 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 it's, 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 it's back to the old guitar. You pluck with the same hand, yeah. but the advantage is that if you hear she's doing a very, a very low E flat, and you don't want to come with a high E flat, you put your finger on the D, you pull, and then slowly you, you release. Yes. I yeah. think also it's very important because the sound of plucking is very much sweeter than the sound of tapping. The problem of the sound of tapping is that there is no dynamic. It's always, boom, you know, you can you can do a little bit softer, but you don't have as much as variety as when you plug, especially on very bass note. When you're playing a bass note and you play a, G, a low G and then you plug and you have whoa, a G of a double bass. But if you bang, it's not the same thing. Uh, so we, we, yeah. we should always consider both techniques.
1: Yeah, of course, and and that's also um, what the U8 is made for because you can play it like a regular guitar.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I do I always kind of now nowadays I always mix and match the uh, the techniques anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, like I kind of like I uh, disagree a little bit with the dy- with the idea of the dynamics. I think it's possible, but it requires a lot of study of the technique, because as you know, like what the the dynamics. Uh, in the instrument they come from the speed of the finger like how fast does the, the finger come down and mm-hmm. and it just requires a lot of really really strict uh drilling I agree, of but
2: technique. The, the attack will be different the attack will always uh, be a, a attack of a tap while if you if you it's more like the, the attack of an arco in fact with, with the finger you just the attack yeah. is much softer
1: so, for example, when, uh, when I, I played some of the Robert Fripp parts in the Crimson Project, I had the opposite uh, problem, because I wanted it to sound more like a pick. So uh-huh. I, need, I needed to find a way to play so uh, with a very, very strong, uh, very short attack to get the sound of a pick to grow yes. this like 162 BPM 16th notes, you know, like little, 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 little like that. <laughs> and uh, it is possible, it's possible. I think it's possible to go in both directions to make it like very staccato, like very, very precise, but also to make it more soft than than uh, uh, the instrument is usually associated with. But I know what you mean, especially because it re- just requires a lot of study to uh, to make it work.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: But, but it, really, the sound, the sound is different. Yeah. Like yeah, the it's sound obviously. The, the sound of a bass string and you pull, you have it.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Especially
2: with and, heavy instruments.
1: And, and, and you know, I, I started with a, a classical guitar anyway. So I like from the very beginning, I had this idea of like using the, the meat of the fingertip versus the nail and all these different sounds yeah. coming. From, from the right hand that that was always um, in i remember at the beginning i it, it felt like i was really restricted in the uh, expression uh, with the tap guitar but it's changed it changed over the years now i feel like i can i can do most things i want to do
2: yeah yeah we had a seminar uh, about classical guitar with rod Serrao. you know him the, yes uh, from Portugal. he's playing a lot of classical guitar stuff and it's nice he plays it on the stick he also plays it on an, another instrument i forgot the name so it's an interesting subject because all this classical li, uh, guitar literature, literature is very interesting yes yeah. yes
1: yeah i've i've worked with some people on uh, transcribing a classical guitar literature onto the u8 and it works really well yeah which is yeah it works really well
2: which what what did you do? Villa
1: um, Lobos. Uh, yeah, Villa Lobos. Um, the other guy, I can remember now. Like I'm working with one guy on this one particular piece where I was originally thinking, oh, may it will it work or will it not work? And I, I didn't really know. But then there's always a way to finger it. Um, but like I say, in this in this uh, unified idea, just like on a like when you play a classical guitar and you have played two voices with four fingers, right? So it's a little bit like that, but then you use your eight fingers, and sometimes a note goes from here, from left hand second finger to right hand second finger, and mm-hmm. like that. And, and it's, but it's a nice feeling when it comes together. It's sort of like for me, it's it's a little bit more satisfying uh, than you know the original, like the idea from the piano, where the left hand is the lower notes and the right hand is the higher notes. You know? So, um yeah, I mean, there's I, still there's still so much to explore.
2: Yeah, but to, to be honest, um, I love the sound of classical guitar, but I'm so happy that I'm away from it because yeah, yeah. it 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 sucks me really. It it was terrible to play anything. Like you wanted to play, you know, I like to play standards in bar. It's my my I mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. to play my favorite things. It's just take months, and when you play it on. The, tapping guitar is just in and a half an hour you're there so that's a problem with tapping it i like the guitar i really like the classical guitar when other guys play it
0: yes.
2: <laughs> the sound uh, leo brauer when yeah. i listen to leo brauer i pull my hair out what a work
0: it's beautiful yeah but yeah.
2: but the, the sound is beautiful the sound is really beautiful yeah. but it's very complicated very Mm -hmm. complicated to play Mm -hmm. so i admire people who play that (laughs) and you you also use a lot of uh, uh, max sounds you create your own sounds. i
1: i don't i well yeah i create my own uh my own how you say processes in the Ah. but i i use i mostly use ableton i don't have to use anything extra because when you know how to use ableton you can do all the LFOs um, LFOs and everything is is built into it, so you don't really don't even have to go deep to program it because it's already available uh, in the software, you know. So yeah, yeah but it's um, and I, you know I still do I still do the um, composition with the fractals, and and I have I have kind of like found a, a, an alternative way to do the fractals. So one way is still to use the the what I call play notes, which I you know like I programmed at your place. Yes, uh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, but I have found a, a, another an alternative way, which is more of a permutational fractal. So it's 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 a different. But I uh, found a way to simply uh, set that up in Ableton, very easy, because all you need is like modulation of uh, of pitch, and uh, uh-huh. and I th- I discovered that around two thousand five and then started to make some compositions with that also the the big orchestral piece the tort modern 513 yes, is yes. is using that process and
0: um yeah it's,
2: then you, uh, you, you, sh- you should check om open music because in open music you can just calculate whatever you want
0: yeah i know i know yeah yeah, yeah.
2: you yeah, can it's... even ge- generate generate the sound yes it's in fact it's a graphical lisp you know It's a graphical LISP. And LISP Mm -hmm. is ideal for manipulating nodes. Yes. uh, You take a a 047 and you say, what's the inverse? And LISP says it's Uh, uh, 740. You can do it in any language, but in LISP it's just native. Yeah, yeah. LISP manipulates lists, as you know. Yes. So it's it's a very important thing, but not easy. Ola Takoski did all the work for me, but I'm using a lot this program. But in OM, you can do that very easily.
1: So, so you, the program he wrote for you still works for you on on which Caros.
2: computer? Yeah, I use Caro every day when I compose. Yeah, definitely. And, so,
1: and it runs, still runs on your on your current computer. Yeah, because or? it's
2: written in Lisp by a Lisp uh, compiler, you know.
1: Okay, so no fantastic. Yeah,
2: fantastic. And then and then I call Ola and I say, can you do that? And he's doing next day. <laughs> I, my I
1: have I haven't seen him in over ten years, I think.
2: Yeah, we, we made a conference at Irkam on the Carole mm-hmm. once.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> I remember and,
2: uh, that. He, yeah, he came and he, he was we, we had demonstration and, and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then even uh, Jean Bresson, who is now with Ableton he even programmed the caro into uh, om uh, generating of caro but i i didn't really try it personally because i'm not advanced enough but uh, but ola did did ola is trying
0: uh-huh.
2: i asked to ola why don't you put the caro in om because om everybody uses om it's, it uh-huh. is the algorithmic language
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hey Daniel, so maybe to to kind of like uh, come to some sort of end, I would like to, yeah. you to maybe maybe um, so uh, in the eighties when you had Caro the, the the ensemble, right? That that started in the eighties, I think, and then uh, and then you had all mm-hmm. the operas, the operas that uh, uh, yes, um, I I, re- I remember I was there for some premieres even. Um,
2: yeah. With Amelie Noton, yeah,
1: I was there. I was there for that. That was amazing. Yeah. So, so like um, your your composition work continues to this day. You said you were still working. You're working on a new opera right now.
2: Um, Working on a new opera right now.
1: And we can we can we, I, I saw on your website we can find um, all sorts of information and scores and here are examples of scores and also uh, videos of the performances and recordings and yes. yeah and uh,
2: the, the, the one I wrote on Christian Dautremont which is really a poet which is also doing these graphics mm-hmm. this one is very well documented.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah.
2: Nejto Soleil, that's, that's very well documented. My mm-hmm. operation um, amelino are less documented, but you can find some excerpts on it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: then now I'm writing an opera on Kerouac. and mm-hmm. it took me a lot of time to, to to do. But now I start, and I found the language. In
1: what is so, the idea? What is the idea behind it?
2: Kerouac is is for me not the guy from uh, on the road. He's, uh, he's an extraordinary um, lyric person, writing poetry in prose. Uh-huh. And his language is extremely powerful. And when I read this, I, it took my heart. You know, I said, I want to do that. It, it's just as simple as that. Uh-huh. And I, it took me 10 years to get the rights. Of course, <laughs> it was very complicated to get it. But then finally, I met the family somehow and uh, i took two two novels of him big Sur and the dharma bumps and uh, and i wrote a libretto on that and it is very interesting because he also came with a spontaneous prose writing you can imagine how that is close to me he, mm-hmm. he loved jazz jazz and poetry but he was reading Dostoevsky, so mm-hmm. i really like this is really the guy i needed to to work on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And
1: uh, so you've you've just started writing, or what well, is
2: this? I'm, I'm, I'm bu- busy, busy, but I, I'm starting to do the demo now. Mm-hmm. I do. Wow. A few, I start a few demos. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Took time to time to find the style. And mm-hmm. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you already
1: know which instrumentation you want for? It?
2: It's 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 a double thing. It's a string quartet and a jazz quartet, uh-huh. because this way. I render the, the the bipolarity of kerouac writing mm-hmm. but it's extensible the, the harmonies are extensible to a bigger ensemble but it it will be mostly more like sinfonietta because it's based on soloists you know yeah. like the main instrument is this alto saxophone player and it should be a good saxophone player there is a drum player it should be a guy who, who feels it you know so it's really mixed between quote jazz and classical
1: Mm-mm. i'm looking forward to that
2: yeah me too <laughs> i i in, in in like three weeks i start the first demo actually yeah. I, I i do the, my demos i do with finale in the Garitan.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
2: Then i wait that uh it, in fact it's it's so good that you hardly when you have a singer or over that it's uh, it's difficult to say. Hey, do you use? A yeah, like if you do the alto saxophone, that's better to take an alto saxophone. But if you use alto, it's it's really convincing.
0: Yeah,
1: for for the demos, it's good enough. But but yeah. then there's always a huge huge difference if, <laughs> if you hear real musicians play it.
0: Yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah.
2: know, o- or uh, or opera is very expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the three ways to ruin yourself. <laughs> having, a mis- yeah, having a mistress, having a Ferrari, or producing an opera. <laughs> 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 I always heard this joke. The three, really. It's for medicine,
1: Amazing. Yeah, so... so- uh- so,
2: the um, website is Daniel Shell. There are three websites mm-hmm. Daniel for Daniel Shell composer, TapDitar.net for uh, TapDitar, and ClickMusic.net for all the groups and performance of course, and, and so on. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, about my IDs etc. Uh, there's not much about Caros. I should, uh, I, I, I have a new paper on the carros but uh, I wanted to be in the mathematics and music, but they, they snobbed me. So what can I do?
1: <clears throat> so you're going to put it out yourself or just to make or it maybe, available? Yeah.
2: Or? Or, or maybe I should I should contact uh, maybe some other guys. Like there mm-hmm. is this thing, new music online. Actually, Richard Cohn was interested in publishing it in the uh, uh, Journal of Music Theory. Mm-hmm. But then it went to. Okay, I think the most important is that I use it. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But make make sure yeah. it's av- <laughs> make sure it's available to to people. You
2: know. I think sure. Sure. Important. Yeah. Yeah. I have some students who are very much interested in this concept, like mm-hmm. like you. <laughs> mm-hmm. so using it, so I'm I'm ready to you know distribute the software, the Caro software, and.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Because it's it's uh, it's just uh, open to research. I mean, in the way you use it. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's sort of addressing like this this really uh, foundational uh, problem of the the traveling salesman
0: kind of.
2: Yes. I I, I the first article was uh, that I found that uh, the the i could join the four the caro like the traveling salesman by this traveling salesman algorithm then <coughs> i went to this famous concord algorithm you have an algorithm which is done it's it, it has almost solved it's like the problem of the traveling salesman which is not solved yet but in fact they, everybody says that this algorithm is in fact is the best it's not true yeah. but it is the best and so uh I I did it, but in Z24, Ah. because in Z in Z12 you have not many possibilities and you can do by hand very easily, like like I did. But in Z Z24 you have much more possibilities. So instead instead of uh, uh, joining optimally four triads, I joined optimally eight triads, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and there you have much more. And so so I did.
1: When you say that 24, it, it means it does not mean 24 individual pitches. It means still yes, 12 pitches, but, but times two.
2: 24 individual pitches, huh? Okay. Like yeah, like C and C sharp and between C sharp. Uh, C.
1: Yeah. Okay. But but because yeah. you could you could also map it to more than one octave, you know, and work that way.
2: But that sounds totally bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, a composition by a, a Bulgarian by composer. <laughs> <laughs> That's told because it sounds like diatonic music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that doesn't produce at all the effect. It's the first thing I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but on Z24, it sounds very bizarre as well. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But it's it's more, more, more things. And actually, I did it because it's very difficult to find Caro on Z24. By hand, it's almost impossible.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. So actually, I took Rémy and I did Rémy 24. (laughs) Because Rémy, I knew the solution of Rémy. Mm -hmm. So so I did Rémy 24 and that was working. And so that that you can play. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I... For, we 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 didn't actually produce. We knew we could do, but we didn't produce a, a list because the, because with twenty four it's growing exponentially.
1: Yes, of course, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, Daniel. I mean, I I hope that some people will will uh, will understand.
0: check your music
1: out and understand. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but we'll we'll listen to your music, but because I think you know like those earlier uh, experiments with with the group caro they sound really they really uh, yeah, charming, it was, charming and magical you know
2: it was a really great 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 experience mm-hmm. but it was maybe one of those last uh, uh, bands uh, independent bands because the musicians of caro now they are with ictus you know mm-hmm. you want to say hello to laura
1: yeah, let's, let's just finish, and then I can... Oh, yeah, with Okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Daniel. We, yeah? we
2: mixed private. So, Piccaro was a great experience, yes, but it was difficult to... to we, we were touring, but we were, uh, in, in a way, too much contemporary for existing without subsidies, you know? We were mm-hmm. asking to, to, to organize us, uh, and it was not also like 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 you king grimson or things uh, a very very well-known progressive rock band that can uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, as i say just and jean and john they went to ictus
0: mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah and me i continued to uh, compose operas and i was in opera houses so but mm-hmm. but the group has it's very difficult now i have a carot trio so that's that's possible. But.
1: Yeah. I I remember actually even seeing uh, one of the couple concerts in Wuppertal maybe. Maybe it was Wuppertal or somewhere in the Ruhrgebiet um which was uh, which was great because you did the the one piece at the end with the the percussion piece with the stones. Oh,
2: yeah, or There was yes. <laughs> Again, it was very interesting concept of the couple because we were doing a one 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 and then we were doing one two one two one two two one two one two one one two one two one two two one two one two one one one. Yes, and then we were doing uh and we knew the chords because we were playing the chords musically all the time. Mm-hmm. so they knew that because they were playing tapis la nuit and they were playing and we had improvised music we had to play one two two one one two two one but they knew the formulas mm-hmm. so in a sense it was a, an interesting concept because from knowing the knowing the formulas they could play it also and yes. like we had uh, nights we, we like like we we did with it with Terry Riley you know 20 uh, 12 hours 12 hours 12 of playing continuously mm-hmm. And we had a little computer generating carros mm-hmm. and we were playing carros like mm-hmm. one two two one one two two one one two two one, and then we had a sign, poof two three three two, mm-hmm. and it was in, an interesting concept.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wonderful, yeah. Yeah, Daniel. I mean, let's let's stop here. This is this is enough. My mouth is dry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, let's let's talk again soon.
2: Yeah, if you want uh, a Sunday seven Sunday seven five o'clock, I do this uh, position. Yeah, Define I find the position. Yeah, Please I can come. Be,
1: I, I can be there. Yes, yeah, send me the link and I'll be there. Yes,
2: I send you the link and the IDs, and we discuss the concept of position.
1: Okay. We will. <laughs> I, I,
2: like, I like to discuss this, this fundamental concept because I think people have to know fundamental things, you know. I agree. Otherwise, they, they, they play. In fact, they move, they change of position, but they don't know that they yeah. change of position. So it's good that they know.
0: Yes.
2: See you, Marcus. See you. Okay, we stop now. Want to, yeah. want to say hello? Willst du einmal Laura.
0: Yes.